Is this thing on? Hi guys, in today's episode, I wanna to talk to you about how to grow your Instagram following. You wanna do it for the gram, then listen up. The first thing you need to know is sadly, there is no shortcut to growing your Instagram page. There's no hack or bot that's gonna help you grow your following. The only way to do it is by putting in the work and effort. The first two things you want to consider are, what is the theme of your page and how does it bring value to others? In short, why would someone look at your page and follow you? Is it a motivational page, healthy cooking? Are you a makeup artist, fitness guru, or a fashion blogger to name a few? Your theme needs to be obvious and your feed needs to be consistent with your theme. For example, if you are a makeup artist and now all of a sudden there's a picture of your cat in your feed, that's confusing to people. They follow you for your makeup artistry. You can share more on stories about your personal life. I'll talk more about how stories fit into the big picture of your Instagram page later. As far as the value that your post brings to someone, think about what someone is going to take away from seeing your post. Did you help someone who is gluten intolerant to learn a new recipe? Did you uplift and motivate someone who was feeling down in the dumps? Did you help someone who wasn't sure what to wear to a wedding to find outfit inspiration? Being pretty is no longer a value. Gone are the days of Instagram when you could post a pretty picture and a cute emoji as a caption and gather zillions of followers. It's just too competitive these days, so it takes a lot more effort than that. Try to use captions that spark a conversation and bring interesting interaction to your photo. After you've decided on, on a theme and how your page brings value, up next is content. The photos you post have to be good. They have to be in focus, clear and visually pleasing. I'm happy to say that one of the trends I see dwindling is the overuse of Photoshop and Facetune. Instagram is trending more toward natural and realistic photos. Overly airbrushed faces that almost look like plastic robots and waists that have been whittled down to nothing will soon be a thing of the past, thank goodness. Leave that stuff to the Kardashians. People connect more easily when you're authentic. I can tell when people are just doing it for the gram, so to speak. How many times have you scrolled through Instagram and seen an attractive woman posing in a Ferrari? That always seems so staged to me. I always assume that either the car is rented or she's a hooker, possibly both. Speaking of hookers on Instagram, that brings me to my next point. Unless you are an actual escort for lack of a nicer word, don't post overly thirsty photos. It's certainly okay to post a sexy photo, but there needs to be a point to it. Bikini photos on a tropical vacation are perfectly fine, but there's nothing more sad, desperate, and thirsty than somebody posing in their apartment bedroom in their bikini for attention and likes. In order to grow your audience, you need to know your audience and post things that will appeal to them. Who is your target audience and what sort of things do they want to see? Getting off topic, so to speak, will only gather you a hodgepodge of followers that will eventually unfollow you when your content takes a turn and you post something that doesn't appeal to them. I've been following this one female fashion blogger for a long time. She already has over a million followers, so she probably doesn't care that her content has gone topsy-turvy. She used to post really amazing photos of her unique style, and she shared a lot of beautiful fashion pieces that weren't really part of the mainstream yet. But she recently got engaged, and now her feed is mostly just pictures of her fiance. I'm sure he's a wonderful person, but I'm not marrying him. 
I started following her for her sense of style, not to see endless pictures of some guy I don't even know. When it comes to sponsored posts, it is important that the product you are being paid to advertise fits into your theme and feed. Money is nice and all, but when it's painfully obvious that that's the only reason you made the post, it comes off as really inauthentic. There's a popular model that I follow on YouTube, and even though it's YouTube, not Instagram, it's the same idea as far as an awkwardly placed sponsored post goes. The theme of her video was packing for a trip, which she mentioned was an African safari. She said there would be several days where she would be out of cell phone range and without running water or indoor restrooms. One of the items she said she was packing, sponsored, was a full-sized bottle of perfume. I take issue with this for several reasons. Number one, it was a full-sized bottle. That doesn't jive on this kind of trip for three reasons. It's above the TSA allowable size for liquids in a carry-on, and who wants to check a bag for that? Being full-sized, it's also not the type of thing you bring on a camping trip when you literally have to carry everything you're bringing on your back. Lastly, what in the fuck kind of need do you have for wearing perfume while you're hiking and sleeping on the ground in the African wilderness? Doing sponsored posts is absolutely fine. Just make sure that you're able to work them into your feed in a natural and genuine way. There's nothing wrong with posting a photo of yourself heading to Coachella in a cute convertible that happens to have been sponsored. If that suits your feed and your audience, why not? Now that you've got your page in order, the next step is the social aspect of social media. Instagram is so saturated and competitive now, you can't just expect the followers to fall into your lap because you've curated a good page with a solid theme that brings value. Visit other pages in your genre and leave a genuine comment that is relevant to the photo. I'm so appreciative when someone takes the time to leave a heartfelt comment on one of my photos. It's really important to interact with the people who are leaving genuine comments on your page. Comment back to them with your own genuine comment in a timely manner. There are two things that I don't do when it comes to Instagram comments. The first one is that I never, ever, ever leave a rude, mean, or nasty comment. Even if I think their picture is the worst thing I've ever seen, there is no place for nastiness on social media. Keep it kind and positive or don't say anything at all. The second thing that I never do is post comments that are just an emoji. That does not spark any interaction or bring value to anyone. It reminds me of back in the day when one of my friends made me try online dating for a trial period. I think it was Match.com. I was surprised by how many messages I received. However, a lot of them were either one word responses, something like hi or hello, or nothing else besides a cut and paste blanket message that you could tell the user had sent to multiple different people. These people did not stand out to me, nor did their messages spark anything in me that made me want to take the time to respond to them. However, the people who took the time to read my profile and send a message, tying in something personal that I had mentioned in my profile, did. It showed me that they took the time to look at my profile and send me a personal note. It's the same thing with Instagram. Nobody is going to take any interest or notice a comment that is three smiley faces. You can keep the socializing going by reading and commenting to people who have commented on photos on other pages in your genre. Ask questions or share something that is relevant to their comment. Next up is hashtags. Hashtags make your photo easier to find by categorizing them, so to speak. You can have up to 25 per photo. When using them, you want to make sure 
to use the ones that are relevant to your photo. The algorithm on Instagram has gotten really smart. There are hashtags that will be weeded out because Instagram thinks it's spam. There are also forbidden hashtags. I posted something to do with shoes a while back and jokingly used the hashtag foot fetish. I received a note from Instagram that said I had used a banned hashtag. When hashtagging your photos, you want to use hashtags of all different sizes. If you are a smaller page, it's likely that your photo will fall through the cracks when using a hashtag that has millions of posts. Try using hashtags that have a variety of small, medium, and large posts. This will give your photo a better chance of being in the top ranking of that specific hashtag page. You also don't want to reuse the same hashtag over and over. The algorithm will think that it's spam and this can cause your photo not to appear on the hashtag page at all. The same thing will happen if you're using hashtags that are not relevant to your photo. Using a popular but irrelevant hashtag on your photo will probably also cause it to not get seen. Now let's talk about using stories to further build your audience. This is where you can show more aspects of your life that may not tie directly into the theme of your page. For example, just because you're a makeup artist, that doesn't mean that you don't have a life outside of that or other interests. People want to know you and what you're doing. People are more likely to follow you and be loyal to someone that they can feel a connection to. You can genuinely cultivate that by sharing things about yourself on stories. Talk to people about the daily aspects of your life. Where are you going? What are you doing? What are you wearing? Are you reading a book that has brought some value to your life? Share these types of things, but be authentic and genuine. Two things you want to avoid on Instagram stories are shaky footage. I watch some of these and it's like, are you drunk? Where are you? What are you even doing? I can't figure it out. Nobody wants to watch that. The second thing to avoid is sharing any type of extreme political view or rant. The one exception to this would be if you actually are a political page. Don't expect to gain an enormous following overnight. Taking the time and putting in the effort to make real connections is the only way to build a genuine following in the overly saturated market that is Instagram today. I hope you found these tips helpful. You can find me on Instagram at Tasha Julie. That's Julie without an E. Stop by and say hi. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening.